Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Oh, chicken top. What's going on, buddy? Super Bowl LVI 56, right around the corner. Bittersweet. It's a fun game. Obviously, a million props. We'll get to all of them. I want to try to get to all million props um, by the end of Friday. I think we could do it. But in the meantime, it is also sad. The season is over. Helping us to get us through it. Calvin Johnson. Whoa. Legendary mm. wide receiver, Detroit Lions. He's going to be on a few minutes. We have a bunch of questions. Uh Check us out, extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have our cash or splash challenge right now. $1,056 goes to the winner. It's what, 20 prop bet, Super Bowl prop bet uh, questions. You get the most right, you win 1056 You get the least right, you have to drink Harry's <laughs> brother, onion farmer extraordinaire in Oswego, have to drink his bathwater. And people, uh, people are commenting like, I wouldn't do this for a million dollars. I don't know. I don't know what. So I don't even know how many people have joined this contest, uh, Parlay Kid, but may not be worth it. Um, <laughs> gee, well, look, just can't come in less. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what. How do you much have a price? Everybody's got a price. Honestly, you're talking like, about this. How do you? But like, have the balls. would anybody? Would anybody go through with that? Would anybody really drink they it? Have to. How would you force because somebody to drink it? Because they lose their dignity if they don't. I mean, they know the the rules are very clear. I mean, stipulations. You come in last. You drink the bathwater. <laughs> Harry, we <laughs> should talk so, about your brother. You really did worse is. than uh, drink his uh, bathwater. We uh, won't we won't get into that now because we have a guest coming on in a couple yeah, of minutes. That was uh, bad. Disgusting. Yeah. All right. But uh, until the Super Bowl, <laughs> these guys check them out. Extrapoints.com. They'll give you free picks. You make some loot. You can bet on. Props there leading into the uh, Super Bowl. That'll be fun. Harry, you hit on what'd you have? A Hofstra, Virginia? Hofstra money line, which was good because they were minus like five points. So on the money line, they win by three. Uh-huh. So that was good. And then uh, and then had Virginia plus 11. They went outright at Cameron Indoor. That was a fun one. That was a fun one indeed. Yeah. Wait a minute. Brian, you won, right? Toronto, Raptors? Yeah, yeah, I had Toronto yesterday. That was easy. That was easy. Yeah. All right. Parlay Kid, I think you lost, right? No? But Yeah. No, no, yeah, I All lost. Right. I lost. Curry. I uh, let's I just go two for three. Curry, curry, uh, right? Yeah, oh, no, wait, it was wait. curry. Well, oh, wait, my e, my EP, my EP picks it. My sharp tank pick, right? Was a bust curry. by a, a one, one, three Curry's pointer. A lot of yes. people down. Uh, mm. but anyway, all right, listen, let's take a quick break and then we're going to jump on the River Bowl Casino and then we're going to talk to Calvin Johnson. We got a lot going on here. We'll get to it in about five seconds. Watch this. All right, let's jump on the Riverboat Casino where the captain, you know, he invites us on, but his one um, one rule is we have to gamble while we're on the Riverboat Casino. I don't think he likes us vomiting either on the boat itself, but here is the prop he threw out those. He heard we're having Calvin Johnson on. He asked, who is the best player to never win a Super Bowl? Is it Tony Romo, minus 3,000? Wow, that's high. Dan Marino, <laughs> 15 to 1 odds. Megatron himself, 20 to 1 odds. Barry Sanders, 30 to 1 odds. Field even. Uh, I'm uh, Paulie Kid. Let's start us off. Tony Romo. I'm not passing off <laughs> money there. Minus three thousand. Best player to never win the Super Bowl. Best player I ever saw that never won the Super Bowl. I, I actually can't believe he never won the Super Bowl. Um, lots of uh, incredibly bad luck uh, up and up throughout his career, and that's the only reason he didn't get to hoist the Lombardi. You agree, right? 
And that's why, Sal, no matter what those odds were, I would have to go with our Mm -hmm. pal, Tony Romo. Uh, There's been no other player in the history of football that I I enjoyed watching more than Tony Romo. I truly believe Tony Romo took below average teams uh, and made them uh, super competitive. Um, I think he was, uh, you would have looked at like four win teams, five win teams, many of the years that Romo was there. Uh, Unfortunately, a string of bad luck, uh, including um, uh, just even bad luck that their third, uh, fourth round Mm -hmm. draft pick happened to be such a good quarterback too. Or Romo could have maybe come back and won a Super Bowl that year as well. So I think to me, Sal, there is no doubt he is the greatest player to never win a Super Bowl. Not Tony just you. Romo. Poor guy. Not Poor me, guy. but oh the gosh. captain also. I mean, to put odds like this on it, I mean, it seems a little fishy. Brother Bry, hey, uh, the cap- let's, hey, let's yes. get to you, and then maybe we won't even ask Harry well, about this. You, Bri, did, you guys didn't even blame Jason Garrett, right? That's a big part of maybe him not Oh, uh, that jackass. Not I just didn't want to mention his name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have before. Yeah, I think I've made that comment before mm-hmm. that people, after seeing what Garrett did after he left the Cowboys, People should realize how good Garrett, uh, Romo right. was when Garrett was basically his coach and offensive coordinator for right. all those years. That's how good McNabb he was. was the better. greatest McNabb of all. Was better, Dan. <laughs> no. All right, there you go, Harry. There's, there's your answer. Yeah, Andy Reid. No, that's not my answer. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we know it in all reality, right? It's Marino in terms of by far being the best QB to never win a what? Super Bowl. If you look after it, right? <laughs> it's uh, who's the next best after Marino? I guess is the question. Is it Warren Moon? I was trying to think about who's like when you go down the list, Warren Moon, and then it's like. Or- Wait, where does Brian have I Romo know. on this list? Well, Bri- Brian, God, leave. You can leave what? the chat right now. Romo could be three. Yeah, he could be three or four on that list. Come uh, on, I, I'm okay with. Ro- I'm okay with putting. I'm totally okay with putting Romo above like Philip Rivers and that stuff. I'm I'm totally there fine with that in terms of having uh, more of an impact on winning uh, games. You look uh, at numbers, the guy's hovering around 50,000 yards. Matt Ryan's one of them. You mentioned yeah, Phil Rivers. I, that's um, yeah, I, Stafford I would, is actually right there, too. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, yeah it's funny. I would prefer, and definitely like Darren was saying, he's actually much more enjoyable to watch than any of those mm-hmm. uh, quarterbacks you mentioned in terms of like Matt Ryan stuff. But uh, the funny thing was the NFC, though, was so dominant during that, that ter- uh, time when Marina was uh, QB in the AFC. But do you know how right. many... Teams from the AFC won a Super Bowl during Marino's career. What do you think? Uh, I think it was uh, a Damashek trying to throw it. I don't know if oh, there was an overlap, but was it seven? Was it seven quarterbacks? No, no. How many? Oh, a- during his career. How many? Oh. A- how oh. many AFC teams won a Super Bowl during Marino's oh. career? Oh, it wasn't a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Probably not too Only many. Two. Only Three. two. The two. The Ra- Raiders and the Broncos. The Broncos. Ra- yeah. Raiders wow. and the Broncos. So, Incredible. all right. That Fine. You say Marino. Go ahead, Harry. I think we have uh, Calvin <laughs> uh, Johnson waiting. Okay. So, I, I was just gonna say. Well, if, if we're almost minus three thousand, then what? Uh, I guess his what was his odds for never? He'd be the favorite also for never winning a NFC Championship game. He'd also be the favorite, I guess, for what? never winning a playoff game on the road too, right? So making the captain making him minus three thousand gets the dough of the day. That's all. Well, listen, you want to pass up free money. Say it to his that's face. what you do. Say it to yeah. his face. That's right, what right. you do. You pass up free money. Who are you going to take? Listen, who I'm, gonna ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking the Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. Wow. Not even uh, Megatron, the best receiver. Listen, cl- stats don't compare. They're, they're great. Megatron's mm-hmm. at 11,000 career pass, uh, receiving yards. But yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, 17,500, 121 touchdowns, 263 games. Guy's a legend. Yeah. Going with yep. The, uh, yep. Larry Calvin Fitzgerald. Johnson's at, um, 
Yeah, that's interesting. That's he probably doesn't have good stats, but I don't know. I mean, you must look at those. All right, let's bring him in. All right, here he is. From the moment he stepped on the field, our next guest completely dominated NFL defensive backs. It was so easy for him; he retired after nine seasons. I think he just like uh, knits knits like little um, sausages on Etsy or something. I'm not sure what he does. We're going to find out. The man known as Megatron, NFL Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson. What's happening, Calvin? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Good to see you. Of course, it's good to see you. You know, the fellows and I were just talking, who is the greatest NFL player to not win a Super Bowl? And me, Parlay Kid, bro- Brother Brian. We all said Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson. Harry, the the, uh, the monster in the Kool-Aid shirt. He says Larry Fitzgerald. Appreciate it. you believe it, this? Calvin, you're absolutely on the Mount Rushmore receivers. Absolutely. Thank you. That's, that's not what he said, Calvin. I don't know. I mean, we can review the tape. Do you think you're the best player to uh, never win the Super Bowl? I've never thought about it like that, but uh, for damn sure, that's what we dream about. Damn sure would have loved to win one and thought we had to, we had a squad, you know, before I retired here to do so. But, you know, that's history. <laughs> yeah. Now you have Matthew Stafford, right? Who yep. you're very familiar with. Did he get you a ticket? I mean, I feel like it's the least he could do. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> ask for a ticket. I'm not going out there. Um, I, 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 I'm not even going out there to that mess. You know, I got I got the kids going to going to spend some time with the family, watch the game and stuff. But definitely cheering for Matthew for 100. percent There you go. Now you played with him for seven seasons. Um, you always hear about what a big army has, mm-hmm. and in Detroit, yep. maybe he was trying to do too much. Watching him play this year with the Rams, what do you notice besides the winning? What what might have been different than in Detroit? Uh, watching him play this year, just you know, just playing free. I see that you know the culture out there. He must he's thriving in that culture. Obviously, all the players that are out there that that have been acquired from Vaughn to Odell, all those guys are just thriving. That's a culture thing, man. And so I mm-hmm. so I, I throw that back at Sean McVay for creating such a great culture where guys want to compete and thrive. And, and obviously that that's, that has, has uh, elevated that team to the Super Bowl. Do you think a win on Sunday is, is enough to get him a yellow jet? Would you be placing a yellow jacket on Matt Stafford if uh, if he in fact win, wins on Sunday? I know that's not the end of his career, but it's not the um, yeah, it's not the end of his career. Um, if he got a yellow jacket and decided to, re- I mean, if he got to swim Super Bowl and decided to retire, would he get a yellow jacket? I don't know. I think so, one hundred percent. You know, I think that uh, what what he's done. Even if it didn't happen, I think that he would still be deserving just because. I mean, I know the guy is a true pro. You know, on and off yeah. the field. Yeah. Now, what are you expecting? What kind of game? Shootout with Stafford and Burrow or, you know, it will take some time to get them going? Please give me a shootout. You know, I want to see like 35, <laughs> 40 something game. You know, I want, I want to see, see some big numbers on the board. I would love to see it. You know, they got the tools on both sides of the offense to do it. But at the same time, uh, that defensive line, um, uh, the Donald and, and company, you know, they're going to create some problems from Burrow. And it's the same thing on the other side. And whoever gets to the quarterback is probably going to be the one to win that game. Right. We have some good receivers in this game, right? We have uh, Jamar Chase, obviously, a little Beckham, uh, Cooper Cup, hovered around 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Crazy, uh, crazy deep roster for both yeah. at the wideout position. Um, who are some yeah. of the younger receivers you talk to? And when they pick your brain, they ask for advice. But what do they usually, what do you usually say to them? Uh, I think it's really just mindset questions. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, we all got to go through a playbook you know, and, and, and go out there and play and do the same mundane things that we do every day. But, but really is how you, you know, what's your bandwidth like? How do you, you know, compartmentalize, you know, how do you put things in their place 
so you can have your focus and clarity and really get into game mode or get into the, what they call quote unquote the zone, you know, on Sunday. So mm-hmm. that's really what the conversations go to towards. It's more so towards the mental, the, uh, the mind frame. Yeah. I mean, obviously Joe Burrow's great, but you know, that fifth pick, right. was number five pick where they passed on Penny Sewell. A lot of people thought the Bengals should have taken him and went with Jamar chase. And in a way it kind of turned the team around, right? I mean, everything helps. Uh, that was a big move. Are you, I mean, I, I know it depends on the situation, but are you in favor of that? I, I see, I think more teams, it seems like are going to do that, right? Where it seems like you would build from the offensive line, but Cincinnati, and certainly they have their woes at offensive line. Burrow was sacked 51 times in the regular season. Um, how about that trading on an offensive lineman in general? I'm going to tell you why I love it because I love the chemistry there. There's already chemistry there. They won a championship together. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have that same mindset. Okay, let's go get it on this level too. And you see where it's taking them, man. I love, I love what they have going over there, man. I mean, the way they turned that thing around. I love uh, uh, um, I love the, the the combo that quarterback and receiver that they got going on. Obviously, they got T. Higgins there too, you know, to add to that. But um, I mean, they're dangerous, you know. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a, hopefully a great game on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you a game that was not great last Sunday. I don't know if you watched it. Uh, oh. Pro Bowl. <laughs> now you were selected to six straight Pro Bowls. What do we do with this game, Calvin? I mean, there's got to be a better idea than this touch football. Uh, fiasco we saw. Well, that's the thing is touch football. Nobody wants to get hurt. I mean, I only I, I mm-hmm. played in my first one I went to, and then the other ones, you know, I, I passed on them. You know, I had you know beat up and stuff like that. I didn't even want to play any more football at the time. You know, especially if we weren't in the playoffs. Um, but got one guys don't want to get hurt. But what we saw the other day, I was like, dang, they don't even pass <laughs> no more. They might as well have flag. Supposed to be flag football. I mean, just do a skills yeah. and flag competition and call it a day. What would the skills be? What do you want to see? I mean, obviously, we saw Micah Parsons beat Tyreek Hill in a race, and but then Tyreek says he wasn't really trying. So I mean, what, what can we do to get guys? Or, I mean, the three-point shooting contest in the NBA, slam dunk, still exciting. What would be like a Hail Mary competition? I'm trying to think what would be um, pleasing to the fans. Stuff like that. Yes, exactly. You know, it's not not exactly throw them up, bust them up. But yeah, like, <laughs> you know. Create a segment for like the you know how Randy Moss has a little Moss section you know do that you know have like the best receiver try to do something on top of DBs or you know I don't know it's just so many you just got to I mean it's, it's it's so many it's really unlimited the amount of things you can do and create for this that to, to to have a, a product like that of uh, I'm not gonna say lackluster you know but it just it was you know. Well, it's hard to bet on. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. we like to see an edge and uh, I guess unless you bet the over, um, um, there's so many interceptions and yet it still went over. Yeah. That, that game uh, has some work to do. Hey, I feel like if Eric Weddle came out of retirement and joined the Rams, you could have, you could have done the same. Did Matthew Stafford, <laughs> did he ever jokingly or not jokingly ask, okay, Calvin, can you give me 10 plays a game for the rest of the season? You look like you're ready to step in there Sunday. I told Matthew, uh, we were talking earlier this season. I told him, I was like, hey, I got I got a red zone for you. I got a couple routes. I got <laughs> I got a fade and I got a fade. That's it. I, got, <laughs> I was like, the ankles ain't got no change of duration. <laughs> I love it. And I, I know you're sick of hearing about this and answering this, but I'm going to ask you anyway, why are we no closer to knowing what a freaking catch is in the NFL? I feel this is not curing cancer where it's going to take generations and generations to make a dent. But since your infamous play, I don't think the average fan is any closer to knowing Mm -hmm. what a catch is. What should a catch be in your estimation? I mean, geez, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm confused now. I mean, I, over all the years, like <laughs> seeing what it is, what it is, and I, I, my definition even is even messed up now. I mean, guys, really? guy, a guy secures the ball. I mean, and I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what about what if, the, what if it was up to you? If you were on the rules committee, they're like, all right, Calvin, we're leaving this up to you. We've screwed this up for 20 years, yeah. maybe even more. What's a catch? What would you, what all would they, you say? All they got to do is call me in when it's time for the replay. And I got him. <laughs> Same guy they'd be calling on TV. You know, he'd be, you know, I think he's like, you know, he might be 60%, you know, I'm, I'm, hundred yeah. percent. I'm definitely hundred percent. I'm sitting here calling. My wife is like, yeah, you should be on there calling that. Cause they always messing it up. Right. <laughs> By the way, I think they owe you at least that. Calvin Johnson decides what a catch is. I mean, <laughs> and whatever you're doing, if you're cooking dinner, whatever, you know, whatever, they just break in and ask you, like, hey, uh, yeah, here's I'm the play. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I think a catch should be if you caught it. <laughs> Isn't that simple? <laughs> if you caught the ball, it's a catch. <laughs> Who the hell is going to argue with that? <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. So, Calvin, what, what, let's say, what was more of a catch? Yours against the Bears or Des against the Packers? No, oh, don't start trouble, Harry. Come on. Oh. I don't even remember. Uh, I can't. I, I remember the situation, but I can't visualize it right now. Des is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, when I, I got the ball on one hand and I, my butt hits the ground and I, I, I yeah. get over when I'm getting up, I'm like, come on, put it like this, put it like this. It's the court of public opinion. And every person in that stadium was quiet as hell. That, what does that tell you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. I, shock. I would show you the Dez catch, but you're amongst Cowboys fans here. And we don't want to vomit uh, all over this soon. <laughs> uh, all right. Give us a, a pick, Calvin. Who wins this game? And, you know, if... If Stafford wins, do they have a parade in, in Detroit? I mean, Stafford and Eminem, Eminem's doing the halftime show between that and Stafford. I don't know. Maybe they do have a parade in Detroit, right? <laughs> Detroit ain't getting no parade. They don't deserve no parade. <laughs> 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 when they win that thing, they can have a parade. That's, that's, that's LA's parade, but Matthew's going right. have a lot of love coming from Detroit. That's for damn sure. I gotcha. You yeah. love it. Does, uh, does he have enough to win this game? Oh, he's got more than I told Matthew earlier this season. Uh, it, it's probably like uh, three quarters of the way during the season we're talking. I'm like, bro, like you got everything you need that's going to take you to the championship, bro. You just got to stack up good, good days on top of good days. And he's, yeah. probably, he's doing that. So, yeah. Well, Matthew, that's great. All right. We're going to root for him. We're going to root for you. And uh, I really like that idea. You know, I have friends in high places. I really think they should check in with Calvin Johnson to see what it catches. <laughs> I'm going to make that happen for you. you. You blew it now. All right, Calvin. <laughs> thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, good to see y'all, man. Y'all have a blessing. Thanks, Calvin. Thanks, All right. Thanks, Calvin. Take care. Thanks, Calvin. All right. <laughs> All right. He's great. That's a good idea. I'm telling uh, you, we're really, something here. That's, that is a great idea. I, I much prefer seeing that. Right? Yep. Or Dez. Or maybe <laughs> just switch off between Dez and Calvin, whatever they're doing. Right? I know. Just like uh, so I mean, what was it? it's Pereira so and Jim Blandino. Okay. Uh, enough of them. <laughs> Sorry. I like them both fine. Uh, but Dez and uh, Calvin, this is what we owe you. This is what it is. Uh, yeah. How many exact years did Calvin play? I know. Was, I know we got out. It was on nine. Tom right? Yeah. Game, but Baby, was it nine? I think it was nine. nine. So I just I think said it was nine. Nine. Yeah. Give him credit. I mean, he um, was uncoverable. Man, so think good. about yeah. Right. Like when you think about Plus Detroit, Detroit. you mentioned mm-hmm. those. You mentioned those guys. You know, in terms of two guys to never win a Super Bowl. Imagine. You had Sanders and Calvin oh, Johnson, yeah. right? And mm. you didn't really, you, you couldn't capitalize with, with those two of the greatest well, right. of all you time. Know, I, no, sh- no I should have asked, asked them. 
um, about the Raiders taking Jamarcus Russell over him in in two thousand oh, right. seven. That was a great great pick. Great pick. For oh. Wait, so would he have been? Well, I guess he went second, right? Then. And then Russell yeah, went first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. where is he residing now? He's where does he reside I don't now? Know, but all these questions we should have asked him. I don't know. I, think <laughs> I, I, I should have. I, I, uh, yeah. I think he's in Hawaii with Harry. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do some of these props. Oh, uh, you know, here's the thing: we're gonna load up on uh, our Thursday episode, our Friday episode. I'm just gonna have you guys send me which props you want to talk about, and I'll try to make an outline, make sense of it, and maybe we'll just talk for. Uh, maybe we'll just do one podcast from Thursday morning and it'll last all the way up to game time and just go over <laughs> all the props. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that. what did we do? We did, yeah. we did uh MVP. Defense. We did. Yeah. We did MVP <clears throat> like safe bet, long shot. We did defensive props yesterday. Let's hit the special teams props and then we'll do everything else Thursday and Friday. Uh, I have one for you. Shortest nice. field goal over 27 and a half yards. Now, my biggest reason for saying over is everyone seems to go for it, right? Inside the 10. I mean, if it's fourth and goal from the nine, I guess they kick. But if it's fourth and one from the eight or fourth and two, I feel like everybody's going for it. And so that the short field goal is kind of kind of out of reach. I know, I know you have to get lucky on this, but 19 field goals, 19 field goals for McPherson and Gay in the playoffs, only one less than 27 right. and a half yards. Only one. And there have been bombs, obviously. McPherson had a 52, 54, a 43. He's got uh, long ones. Uh, the other thing is, Gay could maybe miss from 25. We'd have no idea how long he could, <laughs> how far he could reach anymore. So uh, that, that bet would still be alive. Also, the last 13 Super Bowls, I'm sorry, the last Super 13 Super Bowl field goals, all over 27 and a half. You have to go back to Philadelphia, New England, first quarter, I think was the last time someone had a short field goal. So, Shortest field goal over 27 and a half. Parlay kid, you're taking it from a, a different perspective. Longest field goal over 47 and a half. Yeah, kind of like you just said, Sal. I mean, we've seen a ton of field goals by both these kickers in the playoffs. Uh, and uh, McPherson here for uh, Cincy has uh, gone over uh, 52 and 54 in the last few mm-hmm. games. He seems like his limit, uh, he could kick probably up to about 60 yards. Uh, the conditions uh, will be ideal for kickers, I'm sure, here. Uh, and even gay, Sal, we, um, look, if I have to put my money on one kicker who goes over 47 and a half yards, it's not going to be the Rams kicker here. But he has gone for 55 uh, a couple times this season, and uh, he quite uh, quite often kicks over 50-yard field goals. So maybe he's actually better uh, from those longer-range right. field goals. And I think – it seems like since he's been kicking a ton of them in the playoffs, um, you know, you need a drive to stall out around the 32 yard line. And then this uh, goes over here. So, yeah, I think this is, this is going to be a game where I do think, especially early in the game, coaches will still play it uh, close to the vest. Uh, they'll take the field goal when mm. they have it. They'll take the points. Uh, probably will not want to leave themselves open to too much criticism right. here. So, I think we'll see a, a few. And I think this 47 and a half um, in good conditions with kickers who do have big legs. I'll All right. Yeah. One. I mean, it's kind of the same reasoning. I think they go because the, the offense are just such that everybody goes for it on fourth and two down low. But to your point, fourth and four from the 38 and you have McPherson, you're probably, you're probably kicking it, right? It's not a gimme, but uh, he's certainly made those before. I right. like those. All right, Harry, 
You like, um, I mean, this is kind of lucky too. You have to get McPherson over one and a half field goal attempts. He can't insert himself in the game and say, I'm kicking here. I don't care what you mm-hmm. say, right? I'm taking my man, Evan Money McPherson. Yep. Field mm-hmm. goal attempts over one and a half at minus 152. Seems like a little high, but I think the value, it, it's still, I think it's pretty good value at only minus 152, considering Harley Kid said he's kicked a lot in the playoffs. He's 12 for 12 in the playoffs and field goals, four for four in, in every game. He's had at least two field goal attempts in seven yep. games in a row and nine of his last 10 games played. Mm. Money McPherson over one and a half field goal attempts. Wow. All right, brother Bry, friend of the show. Like that, Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really yeah, like that, Harry. Uh, and I love Brian. Yeah, we should just too. do all love our, these the, just kicking props. That, let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Put a lot of money on this. Yeah, I, I really yeah. like Harry's. I mean, that seems like, uh, that seems pretty money there. But yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Johnny Hecker over 51 and a half longest punt at minus 132. I really love this one. Plus, you know, we get our former guest of AEO on here. Yeah. And the thing is, how many times do you get to bet on a punter, right? You you rarely get to. Mm-hmm. It's really right. yeah. pretty much in the Super Bowl. So the fact we get a friend of the show helps out. And then, so Hecker's had a punt of 53 yards or more in five of his last six games. He's mm. at home in good conditions. I mean, to get this though, I do understand the Rams have to be punting from inside their own 35, right? Probably 30 right. from the 20 or the 30 to get this one, but it's mm-hmm. a fun one. And we just kind of need uh, the Bengals to get uh one or two stops on that side of the field. So over yep. 51 and a half longest punt for Johnny Hecker. All right, there you go. But what, what is this? Uh, Babyface, is this in the Super Bowl he was in a few years ago? What are you saying with Hecker? Yeah, that's right. He has the record. I love this bet. Johnny Hecker uh, has the longest punt in Super Bowl history, 65 yards. There you go. Wow. Thank wow. you. Thank you, Joe. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. When the hell are you going to tell us this, Brian? <laughs> uh, what's your problem, Babyface, with Harry's uh, connection? I'm getting a lot of notes on it. Oh, I, he's, he's very excited today. And I just want all the viewers at home listening, your your podcast isn't at one and a half speed. That's just how Harry talks. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. He's having kicked in yet. Yeah, I know. Harry is very excited. Uh, what else do we want to talk about here? Kyler Murray unfollows the Cardinals. It's such a weird thing, uh-huh. right? I mean, you absolutely are making a statement when you unfollow the team on no, on social media, right? Unless you just uh, quit Twitter altogether or, right. or Instagram, right? What the hell is that going to be? Well, he, he probably f- figured out how he lives down the block. <laughs> That's it. I think he, well, he was, I he's know. moving. He wants out of right. Arizona. He seems like a loner on the sidelines a lot of times in these games. When he throws a pick, he seems upset. No one it comes is over true, to Harry. him. I, Darren, maybe he want, Harry, Darren, maybe, I agree Darren, maybe with he that. wants to go play baseball with the A's. By the way, you know, we talk about, oh, my God, all these quarterbacks, what's Rodgers doing, wanting to go to the AFC, maybe Denver, all this other, the AFC is going to be stack, stack, stack. Just go to the NFC, stay out of the West, and you'll be in good shape. The Rams might have a decent chance. I mean, of course, they'll have a decent chance repeating as champs the AFC West. If there's no Kyla Murray and the 49ers are starting from scratch and Russell Wilson departs, mm. now all of a sudden the Rams have it uh, the, uh, as easy as anybody else. Very strange. Yeah. I think we only figured out like 12 quarterbacks, 12 teams are for sure set with their quarterback this offseason. It mm. could be uh, and we thought last year was wow. uh, nuts. Um, everybody's set with coaches. Uh Lovey Smith is hired. That's been met with a little bit of skepticism. Um, I think it would be even more <laughs> if people weren't afraid to talk about what they what they thought. But uh this has um been uh an underwhelming coaching carousel, uh, brother Bry, right? But these what was six, seven guys. 
that have been hired? What goes yeah, on? well, I don't know. Is it six or seven? Is it more? I don't know. It feels like more, but I, we keep saying I can't remember anybody who was hired. The yeah. only ones I remember, well, now we obviously remember Lovey Smith, but the McDaniels hiring and the Dabo hiring was the only ones that we thought were Who do we get excited good, about? Good hires. I don't know. Mm. It's really bad. It's was, so stupid. Somebody, how does the enemy? How does the enemy continue to get overlooked? I mean, what's going on? It's really stupid. How many times like is to this? say, like it's not, you know, the, the oh, it's the he doesn't interview well. It's like, well, that that nutcase on on the Lions, dang. I mean, how how good could his Campbell's interviews been? Maybe it's like, right. maybe it's a raw raw quarterback, uh, a coach that everyone could get behind. Maybe that is the answer for a little bit, but scheming and everything. Yeah, this is, it makes no sense. It makes no sense what's happening. All right, let's go to Sharp Tank. Uh, Two and one yesterday. Harry, I'll go with you. You're very excited about your parlay here. It's not a same game parlay, uh, which by the way, I should mention, hold on before I do that. Yes, and the NFL season all comes down to this. Super Bowl 56, LVI, FanDuel. I mentioned that same game parlay. All customers get a risk-free same game parlay. New and existing customers can place any same game parlay of three legs or more on the Super Bowl. And if you don't win, FanDuel will refund you. They're the market leader. America's number one sports book. Easy to use, easy to place your bet, fast payouts in as little as two hours. They're the legitimate official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you already have an account, just place your risk-free same game parlay before the Super Bowl to qualify. And if you're a new customer, join today with promo code against the lots to enjoy 56 to one odds on either team to win the Super Bowl. Turn five bucks into $280 cash. It's promo code against all odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now I have one up there. Oh, have you seen my uh, same game parlay? Bengals plus seven and a half. Mixon, 70 or more rushing yards. Cup, 90 or more receiving yards. Chase, 60 or more receiving yards. All right, a little offense out of the uh, star players. And the Bengals adjusted to plus seven and a half. You get some nice odds on that. That's my same game parlay. Fandle.com slash against all odds. Yes. All right, Harry. Sorry to... uh, Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Let's hear yours. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like we said yesterday, I hit mine. So today... Let's see. We've got a three-team parlay. We're going to take the Grizzlies, minus 350 money line against the Clippers. LA losers of five of the last seven. Grizz, mm. 3-0 versus the Clips this season. Mavs, minus 700 at home against the Pistons. Pistons, 4-23 and 23 on the road. Dallas, third best defensive team in the NBA. And Arkansas, plus two and a half versus mm. Auburn. Now, look, I, I, I last week, uh, and parlay kid got burned going against uh, – Auburn taking Alabama. I've actually been burned both times taking Alabama against Auburn this year, but Alabama fortunate to beat a bad Georgia team on the road on Saturday. Uh, the one that came by two, I think the Tigers on the road again here, it's time for them to lose. I'm taking Arkansas plus two and a half at home. Mavs <laughs> minus 700 money line with the Grizz minus 350 on the money line. Time for them to lose. All right, brother Bry, let's do it. What do you got? Well, my EP pick was going to be the Bucks. Is the Bucks today minus four and a half against the Lakers? But uh, I'm going to go with for Sharp Tank Celtics minus eight and a half at Nets. Um, the Nets just in a little bit of disarray right now, right? What's going on with Harden? Who knows if he's coming uh-huh. back, if he's playing? Still no, you still have no Kyrie at home here. Uh, this Nets team has lost eight straight. They're one, six, and one against the spread in their last eight. And then meanwhile, uh-huh. the Celtics have play, been playing really well. They've won five straight in seven of their last eight. 
five and three against the spread in their last eight, but they are pretty much aside from the loss to the Hawks, every, every game's almost been a blowout on their side. So I'm going to take the Celtics minus eight and a half against uh, this no name Nets team tonight. Yeah. All right, Paul, a kid, what do you like? Yeah. You know, so after uh, yesterday with uh, going with Curry, I had like <laughs> three other picks I had in mind that I had written down that all mm. hit, of course, and th- those hurt the most. And one of them I wrote down, and it, it obliterated uh, his over under rebounds by halftime was Mitchell mm. Robinson, uh, who had 21 rebounds last night. He's been on a rebounding tear. Uh, he is playing for a, a new contract. Uh, he'll be a free agent uh, this uh, coming summer. Uh, he's got a lot to play for for the Knicks. Uh, I am worried a bit about him being a little fatigued tonight, but his over under is over eight and a half rebounds at plus 100. Mm. Uh, I feel like he's been getting this in his sleep lately. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to parlay it with Tyrese Maxey, who I hit on the other night for over four and a half assists. He's gone over four and a half assists in eight or nine straight games. They're playing the Suns. I think this game will be a little up and down uh, as well. Well, he can, uh, he'll, I think he actually, I had him the other day and he won this by halftime as well. So I'm going to parlay Maxi over four and a half assists with Robinson over eight and a half rebounds at plus two thirty three. All right, yeah, I had dinner with uh, our friend John Jastrzemski yesterday, and he had a same game parlay. Put it out there on Fandle. Fandle posted he had <laughs> it was all Knicks. It was Barrett twenty or more points winner. Barrett two or more assists. Randall yep. under assists winner. He loved it. And he had the Knicks plus eight and a half. He's like, well, there's no chance. They're not going to cover. And of course, that's the one that's um, yeah. the Knicks. And they, they were up, and they were up a uh, good amount yeah. in the third quarter there too. Oh yeah. We're following it. It was nuts. Yeah. All right, Parley no. kid. I uh, applaud your yeah. efforts with the same game parlay. Uh, Maxi over four and a half assists. Robinson over eight and a half rebounds. Let's do that. What does that pay? Plus 233. Let's do it. Yeah. That's a winner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hit uh, uh, my extra points pick yesterday. I hit the same game probably. Julius Randle, over mm-hmm. 15 points, six rebounds, four assists. And he, he just got, man, I just got so lucky. He got a rebound and an assist in the last, like, 40 seconds wow. of that game to go mm-hmm. over. I had I adjusted the lines, too. So Same that, game that parlors are goodness. a lot, a lot of fun. Just, just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that, that's all Harry wants to do, same game parlors. And, and, I can't and do them here in Hawaii. I can't, same I can't game do them in Harry. Hawaii. You just right, Harry. You adjust those lines a oh, little I love bit. It. I love it. I can't, right, I, I, and then put like six or seven on. Yeah, yeah. through withdrawals nice. in Hawaii. I can't do it. Well, in the meantime, Harry, join extrapoints.com slash arcade. First of all, we have our February prop culture quiz. Do that. That's fun. Uh, that's to win a gold hat. And we have the cash or splash Super Bowl challenge right there. Twenty Super Bowl prop questions. Answer them. Get the most right. You get a thousand fifty six dollars. Pretty damn good. Uh, and what else? Oh, yeah, I should mention if you come in last place, you have to drink Harry's brother's <laughs> bathwater. This and, is good. Uh, this is going to be fun yeah. when I don't have a gold hat and I have to drink Scott's bathwater. If you warm up the water, Sal, would it be better? If you warm it up? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, no. It is so disgusting. And we probably uh, should give out a tetanus shot with it, too, because uh, uh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, Babyface, you think oh, you figured man. out why uh, why Harry's talking fast? I mean, maybe does he have to get to the altar? Does he have somewhere to go, Harry? <laughs> By the way, I, I thought he walk, was Joel. I got I got to lose some weight for the wedding, Joel. I got oh, I got to yeah. go for my walk. 
What, what's the date, Harry? Can we have a date uh, here? Uh, the, what, date like, is, uh, the date is um, April 30th. <laughs> That's I know about it. By the way, I thought he was kidding about asking my 14-year-old son to be his best man. He asked him yesterday. <laughs> Jack is his best man. He texted us. Um, Harry texted us that, and I, I didn't know if it was true or Jack, not. So oh, yeah. Now, listen, I could see you not want, and I don't care. You could pick Ken over me. I would be fine with it. But And I could see that being a dilemma. What about your brother, though, speaking of the dirty bathwater? Is he co even uh, coming out for it? He, he's, uh, Ken says he is. I think he is. But, well, uh, well you know, look. Ken was, uh, what was, what was Scott for Ken's first wedding? Uh, he was a the, ring bearer, uh, but, ring that, bearer. but he has no relation uh, to him. Scott is your brother. No, I understand, but I just, uh, <laughs> Scott, Scott will come and just I'll let him uh, relax and have some fun. That's it. Oh, uh, that's good. He might not, he might even miss the, there's plenty of casinos in Arizona. He might even miss the wedding because he's probably playing video poker somewhere. Yeah. All right. That's good. Well, maybe, no. yeah. If you have it right at a video poker machine, he can't miss it. Right. So mm -hmm. just designate a machine. I don't know. That's tough. I love it. I love it. I think Jack's a great choice. And Tony's, uh, and Tony's the... Uh, Calvin uh, Johnson uh, is not coming because Harry insulted him. So we know that. No. Yeah, unbelievable. Harry Fitzgerald. All right. Yeah. Well, my uh, 14... I guess my 14-year-old has to throw the bachelor party, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure this out. Uh, all right. That'll do it. We're going to get into more props Thursday and Friday. I think we have Warren Moon on, right? Babyface, is that this podcast? I lost track. Um, check it out. I am at the uh, NFL honors with Jimmy Kimmel giving out the award for offensive player of the year. Uh, Parley kid, you have any mm. idea who it would be? I think I know. I know who won. No, I, I can't tell cup, you. I can't cup. tell you. Cup? Okay. Cup. All right. Come on, Interesting. Cup. I mean, I, would it be? I don't know. <laughs> I hope. I hope it is. <laughs> he is one of the finalists. I'll tell you that much. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against right. the Odds for Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. Oh, and Calvin Johnson, our dear, dear pal. Not Harry's though. I'm Sal. Saying so long <laughs> and happy handicaps. <laughs> 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 <laughs>